Hello there, authentic podcast listeners. I'm Jordan Dahl. And I... <coughs> I'm Sam Wiles. <laughs> and if we seem a little aggressive, that's because we're the hosts of Fight Island, a comedy podcast about fictional fights and the very real island where they take place. Each week we have on our favorite comedians to riff and roleplay about who would win in a fight between your favorite pop culture characters. It's one part D&D, one part road trip game, and two parts roundhouse kick to the face. It's brutal. It's funny. It's, it's Fight Island. Island. You didn't do it. I, can't, I look so aggressive I, don't, it, I got uncomfortable. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined as always by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? I'm doing great. We're in everyone's favorite week, the week between Christmas and New Year's. A beautiful time to be alive in this great That's country. True. <laughs> A time when you certainly don't feel pressure to do something, but because uh, there is no actual holiday happening, but mm-hmm. you also don't have the energy to actually, or motivation to actually do those things. Um, yeah, I, I think of it as a hellish time that, uh, <laughs> that I, uh, that I do not like, but I, I was thinking about this last night and I was like, Oh yeah, I never just like, I'll play video games for three hours, but not enjoy any time of that because I'm just <laughs> like, Oh, I should be doing something. Uh, but you know what? Now we're at work and time to put our mm-hmm. work faces on because uh, we have we got one of those classic big gets this week. We got we Bernie gets. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Welcome. Um, uh, Allison Libby. How are you, Allison? Hi, guys. I'm fine. It's a great week. Uh, as I said, when I hopped on Zoom, it's it, I just I miss my acquaintances. I miss, <laughs> I miss seeing the people I only casually know through work. <laughs> we have to bring up you're, you're a recent celebrity. You went you went viral. You're on NY One News uh, for a bodega tweet. It was a wild it was a wild thing to experience secondhand. Was, what was it yes. like firsthand? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it was so funny because I was like, I don't know. I'm sure you guys tweet like me, which is like half paying attention and sometimes Mm -hmm. drunk or high and just like Mm -hmm. spending five seconds writing something and like moving on, which is exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I like walked away and I like came back to my computer a little while uh, like after and I was like, why does this have a thousand uh, comments (laughs) on it? (laughs) And then it like only exploded from there and it was like kind of like too fast for me to keep up with like all of it. I was just like every time I like reloaded, it was like another... 10,000 comments like, it oh got, like there were like Christ. it was like 20,000 quote tweets and then like 60,000 comments oh my <laughs> it was, it was God. like outrageous like I saw none of it and so I just thought it was very funny um <laughs> I was just like wow you guys really care about uh nothing <laughs> Yes. People get so upset whenever someone says the word bodega. I've noticed people are infuriated by that word. (laughs) And like, there's also like, I was like, oh, this is just a lot of people um, expressing deep set issues. Like, 
I, mm-hmm. A lot of people have issues with New York and when New Yorkers yes. are proud of New York yes. or when they cite specifics of New York. People are like, what, you think you're better than me because you live in a city and I live in a shitty town? And yep. It's like, I'm kind yeah. of. Um. <laughs> it's, it's totally true. It's definitely true in comedy, too. You'll notice. I remember I mean, I started in Indiana. You know, you notice when somebody who wasn't like a giant name was coming through and they were from New York or L.A. People are like, oh, here we go. <laughs> Mr. New York's here. Okay. We're going to fucking bury this little bitch. And then so weird. It's insane. It's, and it's all insecurity. It comes from like, Oh, uh, I don't ha- I shouldn't have to go to New York and really you shouldn't have to, but right. you know, you, you can also just be nice. You don't have to, but you don't have right. to be resentful of people who live there either. <laughs> right. Like when I tweeted, like the, the intention also, it wasn't even a joke about bodegas. It was like a joke about how I impulse buy candy everywhere I go. Yes. And like the, the people who read it as like, cause it just says like, Hey, if you don't live in New York, where do you go to buy X, Y, Z? I want peanut butter M&Ms. But like mm-hmm. people were like reading it as like, Hey, where in your shit fuck town do you buy stuff? You hasty <laughs> How do you even loser? like, you have to, I'm like, like that's not grow M&Ms in your field in the back of your house? Like, how do you even so, get things? It's so funny. Anyway, but then when I got picked up on New York One, uh, it was like New York One is my favorite news. It's my favorite television station. Um, I just moved to a new apartment. And I no longer have it. And the last day I had New York One was the day they talked about the tweet. So, oh like, my uh, god, such a magical. You know, amazing. Now all of Beautiful. the morning anchors follow me, and I was just like, "This is a huge deal." Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's like when it snows on Christmas Day. Yes. That is beautiful. It uh, really was incredible. Uh, How are you guys? Oh, Tommy, you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing fine. It is. Uh, it is very funny because we are going to talk today about the opposite of a New York <laughs> person, <laughs> which is <laughs> we are talking about Amy Grant, which is. Uh, yeah, truly the opposite of New York specific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. <laughs> I am very excited. And I knew literally nothing about her. So same. It was uh yeah, interested by that. Yeah. How did this come up for you? Did you grow where did you grow up, Allison? I don't think I, I grew this. up in Maryland. Okay. The only Jew in my school. Um, well, that's also okay, what I so, thought was yeah. interesting because <laughs> it's a Christian, uh, famous Amy, Christian Amy musician. Grant, notorious Christian artist. Yeah, well, <laughs> which I Christian by some know. standards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. Yeah, like I uh, didn't know any. I just remember when her first like pop album came out. And like liking hearing baby baby on the radio because I was in like second or third grade when that happened. And so like I then like bought that CD or my mom bought that CD for me. Um, And then the next one and like didn't, I don't know, I'm a stupid person. I think. And, <laughs> and not for listening to Amy Grant, but like I didn't know for years that she was a Christian artist. I had no <laughs> idea because her pop songs were just like very chaste love songs. Like mm-hmm. they aren't like he and I, and we are too, like, it wasn't like this like crazy, like Jesus language. Yeah. Um, I, they were just kind of like very child friendly pop songs um, because Christians are children. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble on this podcast. Oh, You're trying to get back on NY1, aren't you? <laughs> I get in trouble all the time. <laughs> we'll the poke at Christianity. Well, it's funny. I had bands like that that, like, I, I feel like we've talked about on the show before, but like Switchfoot, um, mm-hmm. they were huge before anyone knew they were Christian. I think Live was oh, the same I, way. 
a, a Christian band too. Which like one? Reliant K. Yes. Yeah. 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 They're oh, Christian yeah. too. There's yeah. definitely a bunch of sleeper religious bands. Mm-hmm. And like, it's also like hard because I'm just like, what? Like, Amy Grant is a specific kind of Christian artist. Like now in adulthood, I've like looked back and I'm like, oh, the writing was all over the wall. Um. But, like, she's, like, really, like, started Christian and then went right back to Christian after the pop stuff did it. Like, I think mm-hmm. that pop was, like, a, let's see if this works. And I think, like, other bands are kind of, like, well, let's get famous with Christian people and then we can, like, cross over. Then you cross over. And I think that she was just, like, I love singing about God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if I could sing about kissing a boy at a carnival, I'll do that, too. <laughs> I don't did know you? anything about her personality. I'm sure she's, like, deeply wanted to be successful. And she was. She she did it. And it's so weird. This is the very rare person who it's like she was really big and I just completely missed her. I don't know how mm-hmm. it's possible, but, but she was only big for like a year. Like <laughs> it's not like she was like like a, a pop star that like had like a bunch of albums and then but like she had like two pop albums and then right, went right back to like I'm only gonna record religious Christmas music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like from like ninety one to like ninety four, ninety five, she was yeah. she was killing it. Yeah. But uh but then alas and like listening to the music, it was another one of those things where I did know a few songs, but not even I had heard Baby Baby, but like a lot of the songs I didn't know it all and then there was a couple songs that i was like i think i remember that it's she seems like a movie soundtrack uh, very like, movie soundtrack and very like um that kind of pop music all sounded very similar like mm-hmm. it sounds a lot like any other like female artist at the time of that like, early even 90s just, yeah like, old madonna old mariah carey old paula abdul there's like strokes mm. of all of them there's like some natalie merchant to her kind of and like just being like you know poppy and like still kind of like those slower songs so you know there's a lot all that music sounded the same because <laughs> it was like yes. the same keyboard stuff everybody was using the same kind of like um melodies and stuff like that but she was singing low-key about i think jesus <laughs> it was so funny to be looking her up because her first record label was called Murr records <laughs> which is such a parody thing it's like she's not her really well, and frankincense was east coast and Murr was west coast oh yeah, yeah. They had the big feud yeah <laughs> i'm so mad that that's real because that's something i wish i could now write <laughs> yes <laughs> that's so good uh yeah i i really enjoyed uh i enjoyed a lot reading about the turn the christian community had on her because oh, of this they? 91 oh my god they were so like, mad <laughs> baby I mean... baby really pissed people off and furthermore her eventual divorce really pissed people oh, off well this is the thing about being in the christian music industry is they are really stringent upon you especially if you're a woman and these people yes. did not um i read this uh i read this daily press article that says the new amy grant and it starts out this is from october 8th 1991 it starts out amy what have you done <laughs> <laughs> a group of teenagers at hampton christian high school was asking just that question about amy grant the former reigning queen of Christian pop music has gone totally secular on her new album, Heart in Motion. Uh, the scenes from Grant's MTV aired uh, video to Baby Baby ran through the students' heads. 
There was Grant, the goody two shoes of popular music, dressed in a semi provocative outfit, cooing seductively, <laughs> yes, <laughs> cooing seductively to a hunky mute muscle man. Uh, yeah, it's uh, oh, this is I love this, uh, this passage. Uh, the singer who once proclaimed God's love in most of her material has turned to bubbly pop music with lyrics that don't preach the word of the Lord. In fact, her new album barely mentions God's name at all. <laughs> All she wants to do is dance. <laughs> it's so funny because like she's so like chased and neutered as like a female pop artist. Yes. Like all those songs and the videos are just mm-hmm. like so like juvenile in terms of yes. how they approach like love and sex. Like it's mm-hmm. not there's nothing risque about it. Like this is those people are absolute psychopaths (laughs) it's it's insane it's truly insane the fact that they're i was reading a few different comments about this and one of the main things is like the fact that she would sing to a man that is not god is Mm. insane which is Is really crazy because baby baby is about her baby like it's about her actual baby like what that's not just like being christian that's like a whole like that's all the way to the right or the left of that's mm. it's so weird it's so like also like is christianity the only like large religion that has like a uh i guess like a popular a pop music farm <laughs> like, like farm teams like, like i don't like as a jew i'm not like oh yeah all that jewish pop music and all those <laughs> i artists. guess you have like what modest yahoo and that's about yeah, that's about <laughs> that's it, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good question though in like in mainstream like, music though too yeah, yeah like know. they they break through a lot whereas like mm-hmm. like there's no like mormon music like music scene is there i guess that i mean there is i bet there there's, is, like, the killers bet there is. <laughs> and like uh who else is the mormon the more well imagine dragons uh was mormon That's right. yeah, yeah. yeah yeah everyone from vegas is mormon we found yeah. out uh, in recent oh, episodes <laughs> that, that makes what a lot of sense in vegas, <laughs> weirdly mormon yes <laughs> It's so funny to me to think of being outraged by a divorce at all. Like it, that is the weirdest thing to be mad about. I like know. someone you don't know got divorced and it upsets you. <laughs> like it's so crazy it's, to me. It's crazy. I told this to Tommy earlier and I'm going to get to it later, but I found quite a treasure trove on this divorce and I'm uh, very excited to get to it. But uh, I think we should hear baby, baby before that's we the, go any further. The big one. That's the big one. We have two different I can play this on the piano. No, oh, is shit. that true? I used to be able to. Oh, damn. Well, I mean, there's no way to prove that unless you... Nope, have. there isn't. <laughs> I can say I could do anything and you guys can't call me on it. Can't disprove me. <laughs> Sorry, we get uh, we are a heavily fact-checked podcast. and um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> go down like the New York Times just did. We can't, <laughs> we can't do that. No. Um, all right, let's hear let's hear the the original baby baby off of the uh, the album that we uh, were just talking about, uh, Heart in Motion. Here it is. I mean, this is great pop. Devotion should have 
What's that? You know, devotion should have really uh, tipped me <laughs> off. No. That's a real Christian word for Oh, love. absolutely. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we get it. Is it yeah, there's no it's part pretty that the same. I don't even right. know if there's a bridge. I was just about to say <laughs> the thing about that's nice about her music is it. It's kind of just the same the whole time. <laughs> like yeah, it, it really like it is. It's very like, um, like right now, like her music now is like exactly what I hear like in a Safeway or a Rite mm-hmm. Aid. You know, if yeah. you're in like a big suburban store, that's it's, coming because that's not bothering anybody, and there's kind of like no beginning and end to it. Absolutely, it's, like <laughs> it's that's so true. It's so funny that you say that. So I uh, I read this thing on uh, songfacts.com where we get a lot of our information on these on these songs heavily uh, fact checked. <laughs> yes, yeah. is it song F A C T Z? That's right. Yes. Uh, okay, so it says uh, we asked Amy in a 2013 interview what Millie who. She wrote the song about her six-week-old daughter at the time. Uh, We asked Amy in a 2013 interview what Millie, then 23 years old, thinks of the song. Amy replied, I think she just says, that is the song inspired by me, (laughs) which is not a great (laughs) um, sentiment. Uh, Grant added, when they were younger, they traveled with me on the bus. I mean, as they got older, I had to take a tutor until they were old enough to not want to travel as much as I did. But I didn't ever force my children to have any kind of emotional attachment to the music I made because I knew that they would find the music that they loved, and I didn't ever want to make them feel pressured. I jokingly have said, oh, I'm so glad I heard Baby Baby in an elevator the other day because it's helping defray the cost of your college education. (laughs) Even she knows. That is exactly what it is. She seems kind of like with it and and self-aware. Sure. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, furthermore, this is the song that really pissed people off. Grant is very popular, but this was her first big secular hit as a solo artist. She did have a number one hit in the U.S. with her duet with uh, Peter Cetera on uh, The Next Time I Fall. Also on the list. Yeah. Disgusting. I'll always talk about Peter Cetera. (laughs) (laughs) I have Uh, really bad taste in music. (laughs) (laughs) We did do that. Yeah. Listening to these songs, I was very shocked. (laughs) (laughs) I really, I, it's so funny. My friend said this about, um, like visual art the other day, but, or I I guess like nine months ago, because when was the last time I was shopping (laughs) with someone the other day, last year, um, we were like at a wet at West Elm, like looking at like framed, like, you know, their art, which is just like kind of like millennial pink squiggles. And and she just Mm -hmm. was like, you know, I think I'm at an age where I really don't want to have to think about any art I engage with. <laughs> I was like, yes. me too. Yeah. I'll put that in my house. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and I think that like musically I've kind I like I try I was cool in college. I listened to like a lot of hit music and was always like going to like indie like shows and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then I was like, what am I doing? I just want to listen to yacht rock and like <laughs> 90s like solo female artists that's all i listen to <laughs> that is, it is fun especially yacht rock is fun to just put on and not think about anything not yeah. political alignments nothing. or like you don't have any to think about anything shit. there's nothing to th- it's just kind of like i don't know i no longer use music for entertainment i use it to like I don't know, obliterate the thoughts in my head. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best days I've had during this uh, pandemic is I uh, I 
played golf. It, it was a completely empty course uh, next to my, near my mom's house in uh, Martinsville, Indiana. Um, and I just put on Yacht Rock and I was by myself and I just drank a, a bunch of Coors Lights and golf <laughs> by myself. And it was beautiful. <laughs> That's what I do every night when I like decide to cook a big dinner. Al- mm-hmm. I live alone. It's been a challenging nine months. Um, <laughs> but like, I'll just put, I have a playlist of like, just uh, my friend and I made it. It's called guilt free pleasures. Um, Ooh. Hey, that's pleasures. perfect for this show. And it's all, you know, it's a lot of like survivor and Don Henley, and, mm. like you know, just everybody in that where a lot of like, yeah, Peter Cetera makes a lot of appearances. Mm-hmm. Phil Collins, all Genesis, like, it's just nice to kind of like listen to that and just be like chopping something and you're like, nothing else is happening inside of my head. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so <laughs> were, you, were you already a good, I, I see on your Instagram story, you seem like an incredible chef. Were you like that before or has this? Yeah, but like I stand up really uh, made it hard to ever. I was night. like, yeah. oh, I'm home once a week and I'm not going to cook. I'm going to mm-hmm. like lie face down on my couch and cry <laughs> yes. now I can do that every night um <laughs> the time yeah. but now that like there's no stand-up i'm just like well this is an activity <laughs> yeah kill a couple hours yeah. yeah nice to kill a couple hours. i was just yeah. thinking before when you asked how i was doing i was i couldn't help but think all i do every day is i i look so forward to when the new crossword is posted on, oh yeah and then yeah. i do i rip through that and then i do the mini and then i do the uh what do you call it the spelling, spelling bee. Bee. Yeah. yeah most of my day is now consumed by the new york times crossword <laughs> That's, and, you know not bad that's better than nothing it is the worst it's, feeling it's though yeah when you, you finish run it out of it you've gotten the genius on the spelling bee when you finish the crossword you finish the mini and you're like uh, now just time to wait another 12 hours <laughs> oh no <laughs> i like burned out watching a ton of television um and i was like usually i listen to podcasts like when i'm going so, like commuting like yes. you know on the subway on a walk whatever um and i haven't really been going out for walks or anything and then like i was like oh i could listen to podcasts at home um and so i like started doing that and now i'm yeah. caught up on all of them and i'm like well all right i guess <laughs> I'll wait until next Tuesday. <laughs> I fully relate to this. And I, I got something to tell you that's humiliating probably, okay. but it's getting, it's been, it's what I do, especially now. Cause I did run out. I just run out of podcasts by like Thursday. Yeah. Uh, by Thursday night, I'm kind of out. Cause a lot of them don't come out on a lot of them that I listen to stop coming out by yeah, Friday, like Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I've resorted to doing is I found my friends podcasts and I'll listen to them while I play video games. And it feels like I'm hanging out. With <laughs> I should do that. That I sounds was, not bad. It's not, it's not bad. I, I've listened to some rad dude cast. And oh, some, I uh, love the rad dude cast. I, I really <laughs> For a while like I was up on it every week and then I've, I kind I've been of doing started that. I almost subscribed them. to their damn Patreon. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm really, and then, uh, Casey James Salengo and, uh, the good the dad and the ugly i listened oh yeah that's another fun one uh yeah uh it's it's an insane thing to do though and then it feels so weird when you talk to one of those people (laughs) and you're like hey how's the uh the dog search or whatever and they're like yeah i haven't spoken to you in six months (laughs) (laughs) it's so weird it's like i forget like and then like i have friends who like have started listening to my podcast and then they'll be like oh my god i love this part and i'm like i don't remember that but also Uh i don't know we we taped that weeks ago (laughs) i don't know 
so what weird. A, what a life. I like that you said the thing about the other day, nine months ago, too, because that is going to be fucked up and stand up. And also yeah. even doing the little bit of stand up that existed in the, you know, yeah. the outdoor and the Zoom and shit. Whenever you say the other day, you do have to do this caveat of like, I, and the story happened when things were safe. Like, I'm not crazy. Yeah. I, th- I think we'll get over that at some point. You know, God knows if we'll ever um, do stand up indoors again. But um, mm. <laughs> but like, I think we'll get over it at a certain point. But there's going to be a while where like, you have to like say that so that people don't think that you're a monster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or that the whole thing is made up. Exactly. Which is like yeah. always that line. That's why we say the other day, like, mm-hmm. so that it feels like a conversation. And then it's like, well, you know, in, in 2019. <laughs> the other day I was at a, a party and, and you're like, whoa, what? Yeah. You're like, and it was like, Trump was about to be elected. It's like 2016. <laughs> and you're like, what's happening? <laughs> uh, so, brutal. But, um, I want to not I, Amy Grant. No. <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> segue back. Positive. So the, the thing I want to get to uh, is in these very song facts that I uh, I just alluded to, Exciting. but I wanted I want to take a quick break real fast and we'll be right back. I'm, I'm teasing it. I gotta I I can't believe what I found in these song facts. Uh, so we'll be right back with more. Stand by your band. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. All right, we're back with more Stand By Your Band. Uh, I, I teased it before the break here. I found in this in this song facts, the people are arguing on the song facts for Baby Baby about um, how Christian Amy Grant is and if she has actually lost her faith and if she's fake <laughs> and all this shit. Uh, <laughs> um, the, it starts with, uh, in the actual uh, list from this from this website, they say, uh, the video for this song raised suspicion among uh, Grant's contemporary Christian fans as she sang it affectionately to an actor, not her husband and father of Millie, Gary Chapman. Grant and Chapman, who married in 1982, divorced in 1999. A year later, Grant married the country star, Vince Gill. And wow. I want to point out, they're still together. And a lot of people were like, she's a, a trollop for um, for doing this. Uh, they're it's still Gale. together. That's like a real name. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they fell in love touring together, but they they swear they ne- according to them they never cheated. Uh, they both he was she. Uh, I'll just read some of these because wait, and really quick before we get into that, so like they have a problem with her singing to a man who mm-hmm. isn't her husband. Like, do these people not watch movies that aren't, <laughs> like that aren't starring husbands and wives that are acting? <laughs> Like, the only uh, good movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Amateur film. If it's not Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I'm not watching it. Yeah, I only watch amateur porn because I know they're in love. <laughs> <laughs> the most Christian thing possible. <laughs> uh, um, all sorry, right. I interrupted. No, no. Uh, all uh, all comments are welcome here because um I'm uh, yeah, I'm looking through these comments because there's a lot. There's like 30 comments on here and they're all very intense. A lot of them are like, 
uh she's a piece of shit for um oh yeah here we go it starts with this guy kevin going did she write it for millie before or after she cheated on millie's dad with vince gill i know this sounds mean but this always really bothered me gary chapman's a great guy and he didn't deserve how amy grant treated him nor did the children then there's people going uh you're casting the first stone uh you tell me you've never sent it before then people saying that gary was actually a raging alcoholic and an abuser and a drug addict and all this shit. Uh, Shannon from Palisade, Colorado says, uh, Amy did not cheat on her husband with Vince Gill. The two knew each other, worked together, and began to have feelings for each other. They were tormented by those feelings, but never acted on them while married to other people. Her divorce greatly pained Grant as she knew it was unbiblical, but her marriage to Chapman was falling apart, uh, and she could not deny her feelings for Gill. Grant and Gill never shared physical contact beyond a hug or a handhold till they were married. All this was documented in a TV special where she, Gil, and Chapman were interviewed and shared personal stories. Whoa, I want to watch that. I do too. <laughs> like, uh, also, what on what network? <laughs> <laughs> like, who was like, we got to get the, the scoop on this story? Hey, it was a TV special. <laughs> That's all we need to know. <laughs> um, so this goes on and on, and uh, this Marsha from Nashville says, FYI, Gary Chapman was arrested for drunk driving in the Nashville area last year. It was in the paper, so I imagine their marriage wasn't all that everyone thought it was. I love Amy, and I love Vince. They're wonderful, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but a lot of people saying that uh, he was an abuser and that uh, he's a piece of shit. Um, Dave from Nashville writes, I worked with many people in Nashville, have met those in question numerous, numerous times. Grant never mistreated Chapman. In fact, it was the other way around. Their pastor at the time stated the marriage covenant was broken and Grant did not commit adultery. There was abuse in many ways. And there is a reason why people in Christian music industry rallied around Amy and blew off Gary. The man is bad news. Just my opinion from what, uh, what I and many of my colleagues witnessed. Glad she's found happiness again. Again, blah 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 blah. Is Gary? Wait, is Gary in the music business? Gary is in the music business. He's a Christian musician, also Christian musician and television host. So here's where maybe it was his special. (laughs) It might have been his his own special. So uh, then there's Angel saying, uh, "I like a few songs, but I don't like her personally. She can never be a witness for Christ, as she's failed God and she didn't obey God's words when she committed herself to adultery after she divorced her for after she divorced her first husband." Um, so then people keep arguing. Here's where it gets crazy. It's not Gary. Crazy. It's pretty crazy already. <laughs> Gary is in the fucking comments. Whoa. Gary is in the comments. He says, wow, what an unpleasant experience. I'm so sorry that a number of you feel free slash compelled to write such horrible things about me. I'm pretty sure not one of you know me <laughs> what at <an> all. Let me people being like, he's a drug and an abuser. Good for Amy. It's like, this is unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> he says, uh, I did have a problem with cocaine in the early 80s. I did come clean with the fact in hopes of helping others in the same trap. I did not ever abuse Amy. Ask her. I did get pulled over with a designated driver in the car who told me after he had agreed to drive that he couldn't operate a stick shift. I know <laughs> on my part. <laughs> my, my so like, was... so, wait. <laughs> That's so funny. Being, a, being like all DD and it's like, oh, I can't drive a stick. Well, guess I better <laughs> drunkenly drive. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're better off with me drunkenly driving. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, probably. Probably. Or, or just park it. You're a TV host, brother. Um, yeah, get a, a fucking cab. cab. 
Uh, he says, um, I know, don't want my part, but my judgment was, was clearly not up to stun. The pot charge was dropped. Um, <laughs> and then he says, another part of the story, which will be told in my upcoming book. Of course. <laughs> Shame on you, judgmental jerks, for damaging untruths you've told here. You are ignorant victims of the PR machine that mowed me down 10 years ago. Well, guess what? I'm okay. God is good, despite the fact that he has to deal with such hurtful children as yourselves. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he says, if anyone wants to speak directly to me, email me. I am unafraid. And then he gives his email, which is <laughs> heyhas57 at AOL.com. I looked it up, and that is his email address. <laughs> should we email him? <laughs> I was tempted. You guys should get him on the Oh, my God. The sad thing is we probably could. I know. I, I should have said, could. hey, Gary, we want you to clear your name. <laughs> It'll be a follow-up episode to this explosive one. <laughs> uh, I uh, I found... Um... <laughs> oh, is there more, Tom? <laughs> oh, there's there's more, but it's uh, a lot of it's just him saying, "I can't, there's no way that you people will be able to sleep tonight knowing what you've done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's uh, right. Yeah. yeah, he is right. <laughs> I don't uh, think any of those people sleep at night. <laughs> no, no, no. They listen to podcasts until um, the morning comes. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, then somebody addresses him, but yeah, they just go back and forth. But he doesn't say anything else. I just thought it was insane. I've never seen anything like that before. How do where... you think he even like what like a Google alert on himself? Like, how do you find that? That's possible. I bet that that is it. He's in the yeah. he's in the business, but like not enough for people to, I think, care that much about anymore. Yeah, and this I'm story sure. really fucked him. I think, and for good reason. It sounds like. um there's something i found in his wikipedia it's not a very interesting wikipedia but there's one line i had to read uh today which is from his personal life section Uh, after all the stuff about the divorce and the cocaine and marijuana it says uh he's a licensed helicopter pilot who once surprised his friend and fellow christian singer stephen curtis chapman in parentheses no relation by landing in his yard (laughs) oh my god (laughs) We got to fill this thing out. Um, <laughs> <He> just, <laughs> you know any other Chapmans? <laughs> another Christian singer named Chapman just That's shows so up in your yard in a helicopter. <laughs> High on like, cocaine, I'm guessing. <laughs> this is yeah. wild. He only has 1,600 Twitter followers. And sure enough, uh, his bio is singer-songwriter, follower of Jesus, dad, husband, patriot, lover of hemp, pilot, dreamer, doer, <laughs> MAGA. <laughs> Oh, not surprising uh, at all. Not surprising, but definitely upsetting. <laughs> this is unpleasant now. Uh, wow. I, I'm just shocked that we... Amy. <laughs> Amy. Amy. <laughs> no, everybody, you know, it's like when you first date a comic when you're really young. <laughs> you don't know any better. And then you're like, I got to go find a real person. And I think um, she helped. He helped her write her first hits or something like that. I, I can't Christian it. hits or her. Yeah. The, oh, the Christian hits. hits. Yeah, for sure. Then who um, gives a shit? <laughs> he wrote God can drive stick and he wrote uh, <laughs> all of the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> who was that dd i want so much more information <laughs> well that happens all the time i'll call an uber and i'm hammered and the guy's like i can't drive stick you gotta drive us home i'm like all right buddy <laughs> i'm not giving you five stars <laughs> also just <laughs> waiting around and i assume it's somebody who was like waiting around at the bar for him to be like done getting fucked up yes. <laughs> so that person just waited around and then they get out to the car he's like oh i can't do that 
Yeah, what a miserable night for that guy. (laughs) And then he gets to be in the car during a DUI. That's a brutal night. Certainly someday this guy will be famous and have more than 1,600 Twitter followers. (laughs) (laughs) He'll definitely come defend himself in the comments of a song (laughs) fact website. (laughs) Clear his name. Uh, <laughs> I, I should have had I should have done doing. him for my artist. I been like, this I is the artist I stand behind. I, I stole a sequel. Uh, <laughs> I just can't after you know years of w- looking through this website's comments, it's finally all paid off. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> this does feel like striking gold. <laughs> Uh, shall we shall we listen to some more music here? Yeah. What would you like to? I mean, we already teased it, so maybe we should hear the next time. Yeah, I the Satara one. Next yeah. time I yeah, fall let's, in love, let's hear. It's a great song, and also like I on uh Julie uh did another podcast. Where I was def- uh not defending, but talking about my love of uh duets between uh solo famous male and female singers. It's such a like weird narrow category that only existed from like 1987 to like 1991. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then they stopped doing stuff like that. And I'm like, we should do that more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the cool kids are doing it these days, but uh, they're all like too young. I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Just like kicking the ground. Let's hear. (laughs) Let's hear the next time I fall featuring Amy Grant. It's so such a specific like time that this is it is it has not aged to where you could watch it in any era or listen to it in any era. It's so specific. So that part that period of time and that kind of music. Yes. Like it's just like Linda Ronstadt's in a lot of them. Like Mm. there's just like there's just like a very like like a man and a woman singing a love song to each other yes. like, who aren't related. Who are not married, not married, so we shouldn't yes. like it. Not no, I don't like so it. So it's not Christian. <laughs> My Endless Love. Who are those people? My um, Endless fuck. Love. Isn't that the song? I just know that from that movie. I, yeah. from, uh, but now I'm like blanking on. No. Is Peebo Bryson the guy? No. I'm looking it up now. It's uh, Lionel Richie and Diana Ross. Ah, yes. I feel bad for not knowing that actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like you know, Amy, what a great. Also, like that song is like, next time I fall in love, I'll know better what to do. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> the lyrics are so like oh, so funny. 
Hell um, yeah. I would I would like to request more uh, male female duets from our contemporary artists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if any of you are listening. <laughs> we just listened to one on the Patreon, which was uh, Taylor Swift and uh, Matt Berninger. For, or, I mean, it was the National instead, but yeah. uh, so they're hey, they're out there. They're but... happening. That's true. And I did like her new albums, so Ooh. yeah, why not? That's great background. I don't think about anything. Everybody's like, <laughs> the lyrics are really good. I'm like, truly, I couldn't tell you one of the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I turn on music and my brain shuts off. For me, <laughs> something might lyrics. be wrong with me. <laughs> This is a cry for help podcast. <laughs> anyway, I'm fine. See you guys later. <laughs> hey, here's lucky one. <laughs> oh, yeah. She is. She has a very good voice. Like, don't you want to be shopping for like Windex and like <laughs> bottled water to the song? <laughs> if I gotta buy Windex, I gotta be here in that. <laughs> like that is just like absolutely what I need playing in a CVS when I'm like, do I need to buy a lighter? Maybe. Um, <laughs> I can't remember if that's the song. One of the songs on this list made uh, my girlfriend go, "That's the worst song I've ever heard." <laughs> oh damn! I mean, I will. I will stand by. I like listening to this. I will not stand by this being good music. <laughs> it's just like, I don't have to think about it. Sure. The Perfect. thing is, I can't remember if it's this one or if it was uh, one of the other ones. They're but... all bad. Um, I just like, also, she's like, I, I would not say that I listened to a ton of Amy Grant today, but mm-hmm. like when I was nine to 11, like these were CDs that my mom was like, this is fine. Also, I think if my mom knew she was a Christian artist, she would have been like, get this shit out of my head. It's <laughs> um, your bat mitzvah is just yeah, Amy Grant. Allison, <laughs> we got you a special guest. <laughs> it's her husband. Like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm here. Let's <laughs> sing about God. How do you kids sleep at night? <laughs> Can any of you drive? St- <laughs> kids, it's easy. One of, you, one of you hold down the clutch and the other one. Ease up on it, ease up on it like a woman. You don't know that yet. You're 13. Um, yeah, it's just like I remember like loving, like this is like the concept of love that third grade me could understand. Mm-hmm. And so like it became like, you know, I like I also have like old Madonna CDs, but like I don't think I really understood like that kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, and even those songs are not, like, overtly very sex. I mean, they're, like, sexual, but, like, they're not, like, it's not, like, you know, R&B is today and, like, hip-hop where you're, like, oh, okay, I know exactly what we're talking about because I'm not even <laughs> using euphemisms anymore, yes. which I love. Um, <laughs> but, like, as a child, like, this music was so, like, I was, like, I think I understand what love is now. <laughs> I'm 37. I still don't. Um, but, like. I would sing, I remember I had like a boom box in my bedroom and I would like sing 
I don't know. I thought I was a good singer. And now it's so funny because I'm like, I have one of the worst singing voices you could ever hear. Um, <laughs> it's truly just my talking voice, but louder. <laughs> and zero concept of melody or tune. Oh, I'm yeah. good at playing the piano, but I have a really bad singing voice. We got to do karaoke like, when this is over. <laughs> <laughs> we got to. Um, but I would like, I didn't understand like the technology. I had like a friend who had like a microphone that hooked up to her boot box. And if you sang into it, it would record. Mm. So I just thought that they all did that. And I would sing into the back of my boombox because <laughs> I knew that's where she plugged hers in. I am a stupid person. I have said this already. <laughs> I'm still this dumb with technology. Um, and I would like sing. I would put on the CD and then like sing into the back of my boombox and then like replay it like it had burned a CD. I don't know. Oh my God. And then I'd be like, <laughs> I can barely you? even hear myself. I sound just like her. That's oh so God. funny. Oh my God. That's so funny. That's incredible. <laughs> I'm sure my mom would like walk by my bedroom and be like, I don't know what's happening and I don't even care. <laughs> You're occupied by yourself. Know. Like I don't have to do anything. <laughs> Whoa, this is crazy. I sound just like Usher too. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, they're all bad songs. I, I understand people being like, this is bad music. <laughs> there was one where she goes, I actually don't mind this one, but I can't, that might not be on the list. <laughs> I think it was, I just let the playlist go on YouTube and did, uh, it started um, playing some, some stuff. But also, like, I don't know, if you played other, like, female pop music from this era that wasn't, like, huge, huge hits, like the songs we know from, like, Madonna and Whitney and all of that. Like, if you just played other, like, people who kind of, like, came and faded away, I don't think it would sound any different. I mean, I guess those people didn't become successful, and that's what we're mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. But I think that whole that period of time, everything sounded the same. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, that's it, this. It sounds like if you were to go, hey, will you play some late eighties, early nineties music? Yeah. This is it. This would fall in there, and you'd be like, "Yep, yep." That is nothing. Purely it. Yep. Um, Just we, like we of have, an era. We have a segment that I forgot. I I meant to do earlier and that I forgot about, uh, where we go to our uh, friend and foe of the show, Jared Thompson, the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana, where our friend Jonas Schrott is headlining uh, the um, New Year's Eve uh, night. You can watch on Zoom if you go to uh, Comedy Attic's website. So do that. Uh, but. Jared, like I said, is our friend and foe of the show. He's our resident snob. He hates everything we play on this damn show for the most part. And he was very quick to get me thoughts on Amy Grant. I was surprised oh. at how fast he uh, he rolled up with the Amy uh, Grant thoughts. So here is our voicemail from uh, from Jared. Here's They Went to Jared. What's up, y'all? This week's They Went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Amy Grant. Um I, it's hard to say. I mean, I know that Amy Grant was sort of like the white Whitney Houston uh, in her earlier era where it's just like fake music, but like her vocals are pretty good. And so like the earlier stuff, like Baby Baby, especially, and um, I think the other one's called Every Heartbeat. Um, And there might be a couple more. There was um, like one or two you know, other hits in that time frame. Obviously we all know that she went like full blown Christian music on us later. And I mean, I'm assuming that that's probably trash, but who, who knows? <laughs> um, 
but I will say this, this sort of like a personal thing, the Amy Grant Christmas album, and I'm sure she has more than one, but this is probably from like the early to mid eighties is something that was played in heavy rotation at my house as a kid. And so we listen to it at least once every Christmas season when we're, you know, trimming the tree or opening presents. And that's probably around the time that she turned, um, you know, her, you know, into Christian music or whatever, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think she's got a pleasant enough voice. Um, so yeah, it's not terrible. All right. I'll talk to you later. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Jared. That was, uh, yeah, that wasn't as bad as I thought he was going to be, uh, to be honest. Um, yeah. What do you think about that? Allison? I think that that's like a very, yeah, she has a lot of Christmas albums. Um, And it's like, I don't know, with Christmas music, you just want like someone who's a good singer. And like, she is a good singer. Like, I also think that I like listening to him talk about, I was like, oh, I think I just respond to people who have like very good voices. Like, that's the music I like listening to. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. not like good music, (laughs) (laughs) but just good singers, which is two different things. True. True. I was just reading about how uh, there was a big controversy. If you search Amy Grant controversy, the biggest one that's done that. The biggest one is uh, that Lifeway uh, Baptist uh, Christian stores, I guess, have stopped selling her Christian her Oof. Christmas album, because and it was like a big her thing. divorce. I think it's a mix between her divorce and I was reading. She has some. I think she basically said when asked about having gay fans because uh, the LGBT thing in the in the Christian community, she basically said no comment, and that pissed them off. <laughs> Rather, it pissed the Christians off. <laughs> right, they're they like, like, "That's not condemning yeah, uh, homosexuals enough." <laughs> yeah, she essentially she's like, "Look, I think that uh, the journey of faith is just being willing and open to have a relationship with God, and everybody is welcome. Everybody." That's like her getting away with it's she's not even being pro lgbt no. really she's just saying i guess whatever like god loves everybody yeah, and it's like if the that... chat clears <laughs> but this is on getreligion.org uh, <laughs> which is where we get all of our information every week mm-hmm. yeah i figure that that's the that and song facts are your two go-to uh spots uh, for information it is it is a highly researched show and um <laughs> This website is insane, and uh, this the the story. It says latest Amy Grant controversy. This tale has a new chapter that some have missed, and that's what it is. Is there to say that? But it's yeah. They they stopped selling her uh her Christmas album at stores because of this uh this interview. It looks like it's uh it's it's insane. So there is some controversy specifically around the Chris the Christmas albums. Um. She's a controversial woman. This, uh, yeah, this clearly. A lot, this went a lot <laughs> deeper than I thought it was going to. Um, Jared did allude to a song that I wanted to play next because uh, I think that this is my favorite song on the playlist. <laughs> yeah, um, I do like this song. <laughs> uh, it is uh, Every Heartbeat. Uh, or maybe it was just the vi- the video had a, something that I liked. But it's also there's uh, comments on the video that I on the YouTube video Ooh, that I'm made excited. me laugh. This All one right. reminds me the most of like uh, 80s Whitney. Yes. Like it's a very like I want to dance with somebody like I get sure. those vibes from this. So it's like, yeah, what am I going to say no to a song that sounds kind of like that by a white lady? Of course not. <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's hear it. 
pretty fun. It's a bop. That's a bop. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever said that about an Amy Grant song. <laughs> but it is. Also, I love a horn section and a pop song. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, that is good. She's uh, she's being very cute in the video. And What uh, is got- the premise of the video like the video i think this is the one where she's at the laundromat but let me double check there's sure. an ad on it uh i watched all the videos earlier and um if i'm singing one... along to the songs while you're doing them it just means that i did listen to all these today to prepare so <laughs> and just like, so you oh. know this is recording just so you know it's not like your old speaker <laughs> <laughs> do i have to talk into the back of my computer so <laughs> you guys can <laughs> Wow, I sound just like Tom and Tommy. <laughs> That's, that is how I listen to podcasts. Is um, I just I talk into them as if I'm part of the podcast. Chiming in. <laughs> These guys are not giving me anything. Um <laughs> uh, so this one is it's a few different settings, but uh, the main thing is she's dancing in this polka dot thing uh, and she's at a lawn. Oh, she it's an actress at a laundromat. I don't think it's is it her at the laundromat. She's flirting with a guy at a laundromat uh, and they're both Very doing their things and he takes his shirt off. <laughs> For a man to be doing laundry. That's a woman's job. <laughs> she she starts to take her shirt off after he takes his shirt off, but then she throws she starts a laundry fight. And uh, somebody did Chased. say, sorry, kids, the blouse doesn't come off in an Amy Grant video. <laughs> sorry, kids. <laughs> a lot of the comments here are very much about they appreciate the prudishness of Amy Grant. The first one is back when music was catchy and good and singers weren't required to act like prostitutes to sell records. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the one that I really liked here was uh, this guy, Posh, wait, where is Hugo Posh. He says, wish women these days were as cute as Amy. All now is fake and wretched and wretched Jezebel. Oh my god! All now, all now, all now is fake and wretched Jezebel. Oh god! I can't believe that person is allowed to live in this country and vote. That's what I mean. Having like that be at the tip of your tongue. Is- I like, I like to the point where you're like, I better comment on the YouTube video. Like yeah. it's just so removed from like, like he's not going into church and like. Saying, I'm sure he is also going <laughs> saying it, but like to be like, better leave this on YouTube, the place notorious for honoring Christian wishes. Yes. <laughs> oh damn! Somebody asked, anyone know the name of hot laundromat guy? And then somebody else said, Amy always has the hottest guys in her videos. I doubt that for some reason. <laughs> Amy is pretty hot. I gotta, I gotta give it up to him. Um. Yeah, I think that uh, she's probably going to hell just for casting such a hot guy. You got to get these. Mm-hmm. It's not Vince Gill. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. I know Vince Gill. I'm still so yeah. hung up on somebody being like, you can't sing a song to a man who's not your husband. And like how that person interacts with the rest of the world. <laughs> like everything is fake. Like commercials, <laughs> TV, movies, books. Like <laughs> it's It's crazy. <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah, the books, wow. the history books. Um, let's listen to uh, another song in here. We have, um, let's hear Galileo. We oh, yeah, that's that a anymore. real interesting one because I'm like, did the church even believe in that kind of science? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't they kill Galileo? Or- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> These all sound exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I picked from a pretty narrow two up. Album sure. 
<laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Is that a Ben Franklin flying a kite reference in a song yeah. called Galileo? Oh my god! Oh my god! She's a she's a genius. <laughs> she starts it off with the, in the year 1492 when Columbus I, sailed the ocean blue. <laughs> This is the history. You don't even have to go to school, kids. <laughs> I don't think the Christian kids like that are allowed. <laughs> They're like, we'll, we'll go to school at church. Um, did, but like the sounds of that, like obviously the lyrics are bonkers. Um, but like even the sounds of that song are like, you know, there's like touches of like borderline, like the kind of synthesis, like the same kind mm-hmm. of like bell sounds or whatever. Like it, it's all, yeah. they all sound exactly the fucking same. <laughs> But again, that's what I like. I could put on that whole album and never know that one song had ever ended. <laughs> and that's what I like. On second, Taylor listen, Swift I is like the same fucking moment. thing. <laughs> Wait, what's the what's the next one here? Let's see. How many have we listened to? They all- There's one one left, and then we also and have that novelty oh, one. We and also we want to hear the uh, the, the other version oh, of yeah, Baby the, Baby. The, yeah. the so let's Kelly. hear. That's what love is for now. Yeah. Mm, she's right. He brings it home, yeah. <laughs> Great. There it is. Listen to that voice. I'm gonna say it. We're comparing that to Whitney Houston. <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> like also, like so nobody funny. touches Whitney's voice. No one. I mean, mm-hmm. Mariah True. and her are like kind of in a category of their own, yeah. and everybody else is like allegedly a singer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone else is a Jezebel. Wretched liars. Somebody in in one of these chop job uh, Christian um, uh, articles that I've been reading was like, Amy's voice is not good. We liked her for her realness. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, she does have a good voice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's so but it's so funny to just go. Yeah, we don't even like her music. (laughs) Very real. We just like that she was married to another Christian. (laughs) Who cares if he had a Coke problem? (laughs) Uh, I gotta email that guy and ask where he gets his coke. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I heard you sell coke. I heard you sell he video. <laughs> but it's like I need a follow. I mean, I'll have to do some research and do a follow up on like what his current day situation is. Yeah, I was trying to figure it out, but probably not a lot. Doesn't he's leaving his that. email in the comment section of a website. <laughs> yeah. He also he could be in the Trump administration. We just don't realize. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
He's been the secretary of this, the interior this whole time. <laughs> oh, shit. Chapman. All right. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah, that is... Uh, what a sad man. <laughs> what a find. I want to go to his Twitter and see... What he's what he tweets? Yeah, what does he tweet about? Last thing I saw, he shared something that uh, Trump, the Donald, your president, uh, said. (laughs) Um, uh, He's oh yeah, it's his uh, his last tweet is from December fourteenth, and uh, he's uh, agreeing that there was a voter fraud, and he says, "Oh, uh, so he's one of those." Yep. (laughs) Yep. 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 Uh, That shouldn't be surprising to us. No. No. Oh, I don't think he likes Hillary Clinton one bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all Trump. It is one hundred percent Trump I, shit. Yeah, don't email him. Oh, <laughs> so he probably does have a good speed hookup. So, oh yeah, <laughs> you maybe oh, should. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, it's not about music or anything anymore. It's just that. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. So I feel like um, if that's who you are, you have to double down on that being all you are. True. Mm-hmm. You rarely see somebody just with like a they dab one toe in the water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, you're they're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, he's going in. Uh Hillary is so corrupt. <laughs> he was mad that he says, cool, Hillary's in a tux. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Makes you think. <laughs> sure does. A woman in a tuxedo. Um, let's uh, let's. Should we listen to that cover of uh, "Baby Baby" and then we'll listen and to then this, we'll listen uh, to the the bonus song. Yeah. yeah. So here is uh, so "Baby Baby" is uh, is Amy Grant, of course, and she uh, borrowed some vocals from Tori Kelly, who her daughter was a fan of, and that's how she uh, apparently discovered this lady. But uh. Here is uh here's the new rendition. Ooh, sounds modern. <laughs> it's like time travel, man. <laughs> You just you know that there's a youth pastor who's like, now Christian music is cool. Listen to yeah. this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like her music works for adapting to like whatever. The whole thing sounds the same. We don't have to listen to more. <laughs> this, one, I, I, this this is good. It is it a is good, good update. But yeah. like, and it is a good like because like you still hear like the original song in it. But like it's because her songs are like that classic pop music of like that four chord mm-hmm. progression. That like yeah, if you drop like slightly modern sounds around it, it's still gonna sound good because that's like musically correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. So uh, good for no, her for having longevity. For exactly. Yeah, and uh, collabing with her daughter, somebody her daughter's a fan of. Very exciting stuff. Yeah, good for her for being able to put that together. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't heard this next song yet, but uh, so it's a novelty song. This is a novelty song, and just uh, to whet your appetites, is I was reading no- about it. Is it a novelty song, or is it just like on an album? It is. A, well, it's a cover of a song, and it okay. is a novelty song, um, and it's based off a Bible verse, uh, which is not surprising. Mm-hmm. But what I did think was very funny was the guy who wrote the 
the song was interviewed about it and they asked like how amy found it or whatever and he said amy and her producer had been praying for a song to put on age to age uh they specifically prayed for a novelty song (laughs) (laughs) which is the funniest prayer of all time (laughs) one of god's easiest jobs <laughs> he did not have to do a lot of work to grant wow. that. Wow, he's like, yeah. that's it. All right, yeah, sure, you can have he's one. Like, it's already kind of out there. <laughs> that's that's back when uh, God was just Google. Like, <laughs> like, can you find me this? He's like, I guess so. <laughs> so did you mean novelty sucks? <laughs> here is God granting that. Uh, prayer uh, to Amy Grant. Here is Fat Baby. <laughs> I know a man, maybe you know him too. But you never can tell he might even be you. He knelt at the altar and that was the end. He saved and that's all that matters to him. My spiritual told me it can't take too much. No one day a week against the spirit. On Sunday he puts on his spiritual best And gives his language a spiritual rest He's just a He's just a fat little baby He wants his bottle and it's on me, baby He sample solid food once or twice But he says doctor leaves him cold as ice He's been baptized, sanctified, redeemed by the Will you um just play like when there's like 30 seconds left? Uh, I think skip to 30 seconds left. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. What an outro. Wow. <laughs> She's singing about Tom in, <laughs> during quarantine. <laughs> so, Allison, you just heard that miracle. Are you ready to convert to Christianity? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck a lifetime of agnostic Judaism. Like, let's do this. I, I mean, that's proof. For- how many times do you think that song has been performed at like a church talent show? Oh, Everybody's like yeah. laughing hysterically. They're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're doing it." They're saying yeah. that. That is like a knee a knee slapper in yeah. the literal sense. <laughs> like just people slapping their fucking knees. <laughs> wow, she does have a nice voice. She does. She does. She does. She but, can get uh, away with singing "fat" twelve times. The word so "fat" over and over again. <laughs> Uh, also like fat is also not a word that like works to like sound nice when you're singing it yes. like the f and the t are like they're not like melodic and like mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know there's so many like just to be like fat, fat. <laughs> <laughs> but she makes it work damn it she does um all right we have uh just a couple more things left here we we of course have to hear from the peanut gallery so let's take a quick break and we will hear from the fans of the show what they think about amy grant all right, we're back with the final stretch of Stand By Your Band. Let's go to the Patreon to see what our Patreon subscribers thought about Amy Grant. I will say, I think we only have a couple here, partially because I posted it very last minute here. 
Uh, we were coming up with uh, the artist down to the wire. Um, Ron Trimbat says, I used to loathe her Home for Christmas album because it always reminded me of spending the holidays with my alcoholic grandfather. But now that he's dead, it kind of slaps. <laughs> <laughs> what a journey. Um, Allie McElwee says, uh, Liz Lemon is a fan. The Baby Baby video gets referenced in one of the Queen of Jordan episodes of 30 Rock. There we go. Uh, I think those are the only two from the Patreon. And by the way, we just got two new Patreon subscribers. All right. Hey, hey, Nick Officer go. and uh, Ryan Mescal. Hey, $3 well, a month. Join them. Welcome. Yeah, $3 a month gets you bonus episodes every damn week. And you get your comments read guaranteed on uh, on the Patreon, unless you say something uh, negative about the guest, which did not happen this week. But uh not negative, but somebody made a bad joke that I uh, decided to omit. So don't, if you do that, <laughs> yes, that probably won't get read. But the rest of you, you get guaranteed read. So get on there, $3 a month. Patreon.com slash standbyyourband. We also go to Twitter and Facebook. Tommy, you got the Twitter pulled up here? Yeah. Um, so Josh Austin said that back in uh, 1990, her management sued Marvel because Dr. Strange's girlfriend looked too similar to her. And they <laughs> felt uh, that it would hurt her Christian image, which is very funny. That's uh, very funny. <laughs> So thank you, Josh, for letting us know about that. Uh, Brian Breslau said, saying baby twice in a row is a good way to get your point across. Uh, Danny Hatch says, my only thought is that a tender Tennessee Christmas is the only Christmas for me. And uh, Matt Alonzo Martin, Martin, Matt Alonzo Morning, as Tom always Matt says, uh, <laughs> says uh, she broke up, she broke with her Christian faith to wreck Vince Gill's marriage, a testament to Gill's dick game. Damn. My man. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, I think he probably do have. I mean, they're still together. I believe in their love. Yeah, I believe in their dick game. I believe in his dick game. Dick game is strong. Uh, on the Facebook, we have Charlie Vergo saying, uh, "My mom's from Nashville, and baby sat her." Uh, oh, and yeah, he, he put baby and then sat, which is I think that's one word. Uh, baby sat her when my mom was in her teens. Said she was a nice baby. Oh, and then he goes, I'm a sorry, nice a nice baby, baby. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Adam Cousin says, Oh man, she's great. Nice lady. Don't do her like this. I don't think this is a thing. I think some of the people who comment on here don't understand what this show is. It's yeah. weird. She's being defended, buddy. Uh, Chad Denick says, I have decided to have her 1982 album, Age to Age, stuck in my goddamn head since I was about five. Well, Good decision. Uh, James Boyd says 83 Christmas album is an all-time great. There you go. Uh, Derek Hart says, not sure if you're familiar with the Good Christian Fun podcast, but they are the Amy Grant experts. Well, we're not here to plug other podcasts, Derek. <laughs> uh, Mike Weeby says, uh, when she recorded Baby Baby, the youth minister moms uh, had a good old-fashioned freakout about how she had turned secular. They talked to us about how to handle it, even though there were only two kids out of 25 <laughs> that listened to her or cared. <laughs> How to handle it. <laughs> That's so funny. You gotta hide under your desk <laughs> when the song plays. Yeah. Ooh, Kenneth Armstrong. Yeah. Hide under, it's like a nuclear. Over your head. Stand in uh, a door frame. <laughs> uh, every man for himself, of course. Help yourself. <laughs> Put your earmuffs on first. Uh, Kenneth Armstrong says, my church youth group saw her at Kings Island. She was great at the time, probably the most popular Christian artist ever. Now I'm an atheist, though, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> something to think about. Okay. Um, 
let's see oh rachel mack uh fellow writer on the movie show on sci-fi uh which is on i think there's a new episode this week or maybe they start Ooh. back in January. Mm. thursdays uh on sci-fi it's uh it's been very fun to watch them uh she says amy grant's christian album is one of the, my top three christian christmas uh, sorry amy grant's christmas album i keep doing that top three christmas albums i know a lot of christians shunned her when she got divorced but i still love her <laughs> then, she, <laughs> then she says it's about time you got some christian music up on the pod <laughs> <laughs> and lastly holly moore says heart and motion is solid i still have the cassette and always will um Oh, I one more. Ari, jo- Ari Joseph says, baby, and then in parentheses, Jesus making music. Well done. Well done, Ari. <laughs> um, all right. That's uh that was everything from uh from the listeners. I, the Facebook popped off. A lot of people, yeah. a lot more yeah. people liked her on there than I uh anticipated, but uh there we go. Um so now comes the final part of this show, Allison. Uh we're gonna rank, we're gonna rate the playlist out of six. Uh, given that there were six songs, and okay. uh, before we do that, you get the floor to uh, to give your final thoughts on Amy Grant. I mean, I've said it so many times, and I'll say it again. It's nice to listen to music you don't have to think about. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a nice lady with a pretty voice singing about chaste love. I don't know what people <laughs> wouldn't like about that. <laughs> that is great. That is music. Hell yeah. Beautiful. I think that's I think that's perfectly fair. Yeah. I I think that like CVS Rite Aid music, like it, I'm never going to be upset when I'm hearing songs in a Rite Aid. Mm-hmm. I'm upset that I'm in a Rite Aid, but like <laughs> true. <laughs> I think that's my least favorite store is a Rite Aid, and maybe it's yeah. just because our, no, our Rite the Rite Aid. Aid that was by our old apartment yeah. sucked so much. Well, Rite Aid in New York, like I don't know, I don't see them that often either. So like you're like I've done something wrong if I'm at a Rite Aid because there are like <laughs> 90 Dwayne Reeds, Walgreens, and CVSs mm-hmm. in like, one block. And yet I, I've spent probably more time in a Rite Aid in New York than any other place. (laughs) (laughs) That's dark. I would go almost every day. We lived right by one and it was brutal. The man, I think I told the story on here, but uh, the security guard chased me down the street when I uh, was leaving Rite Aid once. And I didn't know he was talking to me. I had my headphones and he chased me down, thought I had stolen something because I walked in saw the line and said fuck that and left oh, yeah. and he thought that i just uh because it was Stole the slowest it. line in all of new york too yeah. yeah so anytime there was a big one i would just leave and he chased me down the street made me empty my pockets out and then when i clearly hadn't stolen anything he told me that i better not come back to that right <laughs> i was like i mean i was clearly in the right buddy <laughs> he was making yeah you better not come back he was so <laughs> mad that i made him chase me but i was like why would i think you were chasing me also chill out man <laughs> Like, what's the most expensive thing you could steal from being a Rite Aid for like three seconds? Exactly. Like, yeah. And everything that's worth <laughs> more than $12 is behind glass. So I, it would not have been easy. Nonetheless, uh, fuck Rite Aid and fuck Amy Grant. I'm giving it a two out of six. <laughs> no, I, you know what? Here's the thing. I actually didn't. I, I totally agree with what you're saying about it just being fine to listen to. Like, it's very good background music and it's. It's I if I'm being honest, I would really give it probably a three, but I just anybody who's divorced, I just feel like they're not really <laughs> and so she she's docked one someone, point. I don't think that all those hu- songs are about her husband. So. <laughs> you can just tell I'd when you listen it down to, to zero. <laughs> I mean, even I would give it a three and a half. Like Oh, you're gonna get to <laughs> that's part of it. 
Uh, but Tommy, what do you got? I'm going to go with a three for the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, <laughs> to give her a six would be to give her the number of the beast, and I would never do that to poor Amy Grant. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and then Allison, you get to you get I to round I'm it out. I think I'm gonna go a three and a half. It's like not good, not bad. That's kind of who she is. It's perfect for her. Yeah, that's great. It's I love like, it. It's kind. Of, I already forgot that that's what I rated it. And <laughs> that's exactly Any, uh, what she is. Anything to plug, Allison? Um, uh, you can listen to my podcast, yeah. Ruined, which I do with the very funny Hallie Kiefer, where we talk about horror movies every week. Um, so that's hell yeah. Fun. Follow that. Listen to that. Follow me at, at Allison Libby on Instagram and Twitter. Beautiful. Uh, All right. I'm, you can watch me get in trouble on Twitter every day. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm, always, I'm always getting yelled at by people. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I was <laughs> shocked to see that. I still can't believe the backlash. It's one of the wildest it... things I've seen on the <laughs> internet in years. <laughs> it is crazy. People are insane these days. Uh, Tommy, what would yeah. you Ah, nothing. Just uh, get on the Patreon. It's that week between Christmas and New Year's. I got nothing going on. We need it. We need need you to get on that Patreon. We're dying over here. (laughs) We're bleeding. We're bleeding. (laughs) We spend more money on the Patreon than comes in. (laughs) Uh, No, $3 a month, though, and uh, you get bonus episodes every damn week, even the holiday week. We we put one out uh, just now with uh, Max Fine talking about the new Taylor Swift album, Evermore. And uh, we have that Battle of the Bands on there that is exclusive. And we're thinking about adding a, a video tier to the Patreon, too. So get on there. Uh, all right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks again, Allison. Thank you for uh, having me. Keep it crispy. Bye.